podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to another bonus episode of the 1871 podcast. And what a pleasure it is to have a music legend on tonight's episode. So a very warm welcome to Heaven 17's Martin Ware. Martin, thank you so much for joining us. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yes, I'm here. I uh, just want to point out at this point that I'm a Sheffield Wednesday fan. Yes, so I was about don't to Don't give me a kick in. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. So, um, now, if any of the listeners are wondering why we've, we've got Martin Ware on as a guest on a podcast about Reading FC, he's just said he's a Sheffield Wednesday fan. Firstly, he's a mate of Dylan's, so we get to hear what Dylan was really like in his younger days. And um, as he's already said, Martin's a Sheffield Wednesday fan. And I know, Martin, you have got a, a Reading FC story to tell us. So we'll come to oh, that. Oh, you're going to love it. We'll come to that. But first, Martin, you do, of course, have plenty of fans like myself, Dylan and Johnny, who are in our 50s now. Um, but, My core audience. Yeah. But you also, <laughs> we, we do also know you've got a seven-year-old fan called Heidi Barker who was our special guest on last night's episode, and she loves Temptation. That's the song. Really? That's the song, and probably in general. Um, so she's doing a brilliant job raising funds for Alzheimer's research, and I know that if you're willing to do it, she'd absolutely love to get some sort of message from you. So do you have any message for Heidi? Yes, I do. Um, Heidi, I think what you're doing is an incredible um, idea. And uh, I'm very proud of you having a go at that. And um, I mean, there are several people that I'm in direct contact with who who are um, unfortunately uh, suffering from Alzheimer's. So uh, this is not a, a, a you know a kind of remote subject for me. It's something I'm directly connected with on an almost daily basis. So I can only thank you for uh, making the effort to, to raise some funds for this incredibly valuable uh, cause. Well, Martin, that's brilliant. Thank you so much. And, and look, we all tried singing the opening line to Temptation last night, but it's fair to say we didn't do a brilliant job. So, Martin, okay. if, if you're willing to, how about you yeah. show us how it's done? Would you be willing to sing the opening line to Temptation for us? Yeah, there's a little little bit of a caveat here. Uh, as I don't, uh, you know, it's Glenn who sings it. So, I mean, he does more like that, so I don't do that. I've never been closer. I try to understand that certain feeling carved by another's hand. Ooh. But it's too late to hesitate. We can't keep on living like this. Leave no track. Don't look back. Oh, desire, temptation, etc. Oh, <laughs> Round of applause. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Martin. So, um, Martin, we, we're going to go straight into it. Uh, can you tell us how you first met Dylan? Right. So, um, I can't remember the exact year. But it was when Dylan was playing for Wednesday as a young lad, uh, just breaking into the team, if I remember rightly. Um, and my friend Paul Bauer, uh, who is a mutual friend of ours, 
who's still one of my closest friends, probably my closest friend, um, said, oh, you've got to meet this um, this lad. Uh, Dylan is a massive Evan 17 fan. And in fact, we just released, I remember now, we just released this, um, this, it must have been 86, was it? 87? We just released, the f- sorry? It was 84. Was it? Was it? Yeah, just after the minor, you know, with the minor strike, we did the, we did the benefit minor strike at the Sheffield City Hall, and that's when I met Paul. Because obviously, Evan Seventeen wasn't touring then, but the Human that's League right. were. But the that's Human right. Were, and that's when I met Paul, and and that's when I told him how much I loved Penthouse and Fame, and, and I loved Heaven Seventeen, and you know he. He told me that uh, Martin was a massive Sheffield Wednesday fan, and yeah. you know we, we that's how it all started. I think I got you assigned. I think he brought a book in the Sheffield Wednesday book that you that I got signed by everybody. Yeah, invited to a game where you know you met all the players and you know you you hung around Lee Chapman like you know you you you're in love with Lee Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I wasn't in love with him, but he was a bit of a hero, yeah. I, and uh, I, but I have I have you to thank for that period of my uh, my life where I became friends with the 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 Wednesday players, and that went on for quite a few years actually. Um, and we used to hang out. I even went to like you know Hanrans in Sheffield, the big bar where everybody used to hang out after the game. And uh, I became really, really good friends with Lee Chapman and, and Leslie Ash. And um, so I've got you to thank for all that, Dylan. It's your fault. Well, thank you. It's my fault. But <laughs> it's always to blame. <laughs> when, when, when you sent me, the, when I got a, a postage uh, delivery, then a couple of days later, we, and that started my you know collection of my Evan 17 stuff. And I think you just, just produced Tina Turner. Uh, right. Um, I said that in my podcast. I don't, not many people have, 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 have actually given you the credit that you deserve for bringing Tina Turner back into the music industry. Oh, thanks, mate. That's very kind Could of you. Signed 12-inch copy, uh, signed by yourself and Tina, which I've still got. Um, and like I say, you know, you know I've, I've, since you've been touring, I've brought every single collection, and I've got you and Glenn, Billy, Rachel, I've got everybody to sign them, and you know they're, they're pride and pre- pride and place in my in my mum's former house somewhere. But I can't <laughs> wait to get. Them. I, I remember you saying that you'd still got like uh, kind of Hem Seventeen stuff up on the wall at some point a bit later, and I'm going, wow! Now that, that's a proper Hem Seventeen fan. That there aren't many of those, you know. Well, I'm and, Martin, uh, I'm I'm one of them, and I saw you a few years ago at one of the. Um, the the festivals. It was either Rewind or Rock the More. I can't remember which one, but just that that song, Temptation. It's just one of the like for me and, and many others. It's just one of the most amazing songs, and it's yeah. still you know e- even hearing it a few years ago, um, it just gives you goosebumps. Fan- fantastic. Yeah, I, I always say to people that um, people sometimes say to me, do, "Do you get bored with playing it?" And I go. Why on earth would I get bored with, you know, because if it, you know, it gives us pleasure, it gives the audience pleasure. I mean, what's, what to, um, what's to not like about it? It's, it, and I always, the other thing I say is, we have played this 
song in lots of different circumstances. In you know, we've played it to uh, you know places where there's like a, a, a you know hundred people, and we've played it to uh, places like Battersea Park where there was a big gay pride event where there were three hundred thousand people. As far as the eye could see, completely rammed like a football crowd, and we played it to you know. I, I often say if we we could play it in old people's homes or nurseries, and they'd get it as well. Yeah, in fact, I, be, I believe it doesn't depend on even understanding the lyrics. So you could probably play it in any country as well. So uh, if and and people go, well, why do you write some more songs like that? And I'm going, believe me, if we could really code the magic of that, we'd probably do it. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk. We're going to talk a bit more about your your music and, and tours and that sort of thing, Martin. But let's uh, let's hear this this Reading FC story you've got. I think it was a Sheffield All right. was Reading game, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> you know about this, don't you, Dylan? Uh, um, um, well, Dylan got us some tickets for for yeah. Reading. Right, Dylan got us some tickets for Reading uh, when Wednesday we were playing there, and I think it was about. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Lucas Zhao had just come into the team, which, of course, obviously, is with you now. Uh, it must have been about seven or eight, maybe nine, maybe seven or eight years ago. Anyway, um, and uh, he very kindly said, oh, yeah, I'll get you some uh, uh, I'll get you some tickets. So it was me, my son, and Ian Reddington, who used to be Tricky Dicky on EastEnders, and Vernon on Coronation Street, who's a big Wednesday on. And... Uh, he said, "Well, yeah, I'll get you some, um, you know, I'll get, I'll, I'll get you some posh seats, right?" So next thing we know, he's given us, he's got the tickets, and we're right slap bang in the middle of rabid Reading fans, right? <laughs> Absolutely nowhere near the corporate bit at all. I'm going, well, I, you know, it'd be all right, but the problem is, I know what Reddington's like, right? He's a nutcase, so and. I'm going, oh, please, God, you know, for once, I hope it's like a boring nil-nil draw, you know, because Reddington's, you know, whatever. He loves it to be the centre of attention, doesn't he, Dylan? You know this, anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we sat there, and it's packed, and all around us, and we're keeping our mouths shut, and Wednesday score after about, I don't know, 10 minutes, and... Um, we're trying to stifle the, the 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 screens. We're not standing up, applauding even. We're just going, nope, Ian, keep your mouth shut. Everything's fine. And then, like ten minutes later, we score a brilliant second goal. And Ian's going, ah, oh, you know, I, I can't remember. Yeah, I think I think at that point he went, uh, oh bugger it, and started applauding. And at which point the people around are looking round and kind of trying to stare us out and everything. And um, and they're going, are you Wednesday? Like, you know, and I'm, and I'm going, look, don't count me into this. It's him, right? Um, and then and then we go 3-0 up. At which point Reddington stands up and starts, starts cheering like this. And I'm going, oh, God. And they're, they're, they're all the people around going, Get these people out of there. They're not, they're not Reading fans, you know, and all this stuff. And I'm going, no, this is terrible. So, so you know, everybody in the standby this time is looking, right? And the, and the, um, 
the stewards come along and say, excuse me, sir, you know, would you care to accompany me uh, out of the seats? And all the Reading fans are cheering and going, yeah, and I won't swear because it's probably not a sweary thing, this, is it? So it goes, uh, they go, yeah, um, go away, go away, you know, far away, and uh, don't come back, uh, yeah, or words to that effect. And... Um, and then he came back for us and said, uh, would you care to come with him? No, he's not to do with me, you know. <laughs> he can do what he wants. So anyway, at half time, they come back and say, would you leave? Because I think you might be in danger of some description. And I said, I'd be all right. No, I said, all right. And I went, eventually I went, yeah, okay, I'll leave. I go back. Reddington, by this time, had started sweet-talking all the stewards and everything. Everybody's asking for his autograph. They're all going, oh, Tricky, how you going, mate, and everything. And they're, like, escorting us down the front of the stand, and he's waving at the Reading fans, and they're all going, boo, go away, a long way away, Tricky Dicky. And uh, we ended up in the um, in, in the Wednesday end, and it, everything was fine by then. But I thought uh, it could have turned very, very nasty. So uh, thanks for that, uh, Dylan. And Martin, <laughs> this one. How, how long ago was that? Was that about... Four years ago, something like that. I honestly can't remember. Because I think, uh, I think that's a, the game that I took my daughters to, their first Reading game, because I think Zhao scored the third goal, didn't he? Yeah, he scored one of the goals, I know yeah. that, yeah. And, and, and actually, after that game, I've got a story about that game as well, because my it was a, their first Reading game, my two daughters, and one of my daughters said to me, well, even though they're lost, I'll still support Reading, which is what a proper fan should, oh, should say so. Yeah, so I remember yeah. the game as well. So look, um, tell us more about you know what Dylan was like in those days because he's talked a bit about it. He's talked about his uh, party lifestyle as well as being a footballer, which kind of was one of the reasons why it didn't work out for him at Sheffield Wednesday. But then, of course, it. I first to... I've heard of this. Come on, tell us all about it, Dylan. Yeah, but let's no, do... I'm not get to see your party lifestyle so much. I. Uh... All I remember is he was super enthusiastic and a lovely guy, and I I was really upset when he when he left actually because I thought I, what I'd seen of him I thought he didn't get much of a chance at Wednesday, but what I'd seen. So tell us why he did leave. Uh, <laughs> uh, Josephine's uh, Josephine's and Sinatra's played a big part in my leaving. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't get into any fights or anything, did you? No, no, but I was, I was, I was, I was seventeen years old. I was, I was partying with the Human League, and I was going out with, you know, people that you know a seventeen-year-old would only dream of going out with. And you know, I, when I was Wilkinson and Peter Eustace pulled me in the dressing room and said, "Listen, we're going to release you because, you know, you you're off the field antics have not really uh, helped you." And Dean Barrick was no Wayne Chambers was going to sign and, and they decided to, to take Wayne on. But obviously with, with my, I, I, lo- I loved it. I was a 17 year old, you know, going to, you know, going out with Joanne, not Joanne, with Suzanne. Uh, to you can't tell difference, can you? <laughs> no, it, was, it was, you know, I was, I was, I was, you know, I was just like enamored with, I was a big eighties fan, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. You, Touring, you know, you, you, you know, you, and and I was crying for you guys to tour, um, yeah. but 
you know, it's but now you are touring. Like I say, every time I'm I'm looking at the American dates, and I want to come over to San Diego because oh, do it, man. I yeah, would I love to. I'm with you, Dylan. And, you know, it's honestly, I, I love, listen, I love, uh, Temptation's not my favourite. Uh, my favourite's, uh, you know, Who'll Stop the Rain and uh, At the Height of the Fighting and really? uh, Go Go Brown and, you know, the, the Best Kept Secret and Let Me Go, the 12 inch mix. Let Me Go is the best track we did, I think. The 12 inch version is probably the one song I play every day and sing my heart out to. You know, He's and uh, go on, then give us, give us a shot, song. It's absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And <laughs> I said, you know, it, it's it's great to to, to have you on here because I've not seen you for a couple of years. Obviously, being in in Africa, and I missed the last couple of concerts, especially you know when you when you did the 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 reworking of the Human League album. Oh, you know, they and, were that were they were so good. Did you see? You saw the pictures. I right? saw all the clippings. I saw the photos. The last time I saw you, you were supporting Squeeze in Araga. That's right, that's right. And that was a good you know, tour as well. We got a lot of new fans out of that, funnily enough, because um, how, you wouldn't think Squeeze fans would like M70. How, so, my, you know, I, I, I'm just thinking for the Reading fans who love music and for, for the guys. My, you know, you, you were one of the big pioneers of electronic music as, as, as a, 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 not a new romantic, but Penthouse and Payment in, in many people's and many critics' uh, eyes is an absolute classic of an album. Thanks, you know, mate. And the album cover is just, you know... It's I, 41 I, years old. But it's signed in silver <laughs> marker with yourself, Ian and Glenn, and it's pride and place in my house. You oh. know, it's... And I just love the album. At the height of the fighting, I mean, I saw you perform on the tube. Is it the tube? I saw it recently. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's... Not many people... Got that, and I, I would love the artwork of that twelve-inch single as well. Um, yeah, it's good, isn't it? That it's like, yeah, I can't remember her name actually. It's a female I would love artist. That. But you know how it took you so long to tour um, to start to tour live that you know you 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 brought all these songs back to life uh, with the remixes and yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's and you're still doing it to this day. You must love it. I mean. I've met some great people. I've met some great friends, um, you know, watching you tour with the, with Scrittability, with Blamond, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, with Glenn, you know, yes, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, and the BEF show. Did you, did you come oh, to them? Any of them? I missed. I was. I was in. I think I was in Kenya with the BEF. You did, and I love right. love Dark. I love Dark. If anybody wants oh, to Oh, that's good, isn't it, that album? You're the biggest fan of that album. I like it, and you, and that's I it, I think. Billy's singing Small Time Boy, so... Oh, it's I beautiful, just, but Kim Wilde sings on it, and Boy George sings on it. and Oh, I mean, it's it's a classic. It's a classic. The Day Before You Came, and I can't remember who sings it now, but again... Oh, that's like oh, the, the mad Russian guy, Max Pekrovsky. Oh, you... That album is absolutely mint. How do you how do you work that that kind of songs in? Is it your arrangement or is it yours and the singers' arrangement? No, 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 no. So I, I do all the music and then I get the singers in at the last minute, basically. And, and is there any favorite, any singer that you would like to do, um, or singer that's turned who said yes but no? Thanks. Yeah, loads of them. There's. Uh, 
I've been on every BEF album. There's three of them. I've tried to get Kate Bush, and I nearly got her last time. And she she just wasn't in quite the right. It wasn't quite the right timing, but she because um, I love I love Kate Bush. I think she's brilliant. And uh, yeah. but in the past, I mean, Bowie turned me down, and that's not them now, obviously. Um, and people like um, Isaac Hayes turned me down on the first one. Uh, and you know, Pete, even you know, there are some people who just don't fancy the idea of it. You know, um, I think there, there, it's normally the people who are kind of control freaks who, who, who <laughs> want they want to be the sun around which we are the planets. You know, uh, and uh, there are some people like that. I mean, we know some people like that in football, don't we? Yeah. Um, Martin, but all this is going to be all this is going to be revealed. In my autobiography, which I've just finished and is due for release in August this year. What's it called? Uh, it's called Electronically Yours, Volume One. Brilliant. And 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 talk to us about this year, music, touring, what what's happening? Uh well, we're doing our first ever headline tour in America in the autumn, in September uh, October. Uh which we're really excited about. Um we were meant to be doing a German tour, actually, right now at this moment, but it got postponed because of COVID, so that's going to be on in spring next year. We're doing loads of festivals in the summer um, and uh, and kind of one-off shows and, and stuff. Uh, I don't think we're doing anything in Reading, I'm afraid. But um, we'll be doing some stuff in London. And, the, you know, actually, we're not doing Rewind South this year. I think we're doing Scotland. Um, but there's loads of them anyway, and people can look on our website, m17.com, because half the time I just turn it where I'm told to go, you know. <laughs> Johnny, um, you've been waiting patiently as you usually do. Have you got a question? For oh, I just can listen all night, mate. He's a musical <laughs> hero of mine, just, you know. But I'd just say, I was asking you two, who's your musical hero and who's your footballing hero? Oh, right. Okay. What? Right, that's a big question, isn't it? Um, well, Bowie obviously was a massive influence. Um, I, I mean, in terms of electronic music, I'd say like Wendy Carlos, you know, the original composer of Clockwork Orange soundtrack, was a big influence. Um, oh, God, there's so many. Uh, I would say, you know, Tina. Turner. I mean, yeah. I was so lucky to work with her. But yeah, bear in mind that when I started working with her, she she hadn't even got a record contract, which oh. is incredible if you think about it. Yeah. So I, the fact that I got the chance to work with her and you know let's stay together was the biggest selling twelve inch in American history at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's no joke, you know, for a lad from Sheffield who grew up in a two up two down house. Um, and uh, ter- uh, you know, obviously, I worked with Terence Trent Darby as well, who's now known as Sananda Maitreya. Uh, and I remember saying to Terence, um, you know, we knew we'd done a really good album, and said, uh, uh, and said to him, but you know, nobody's going to buy it in America, and that's and then it went on to sell eight million in America. So what do I know? <laughs> Uh, because it's like <laughs> taking Coles to Newcastle, isn't it? You know, there's so many soul singers in America. 
Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so I think Terence is the, probably the most single, most talented person I've ever worked with. Wow. Um, hit, him and Green Gartside from Scritti, I would say. Yeah. Um, in term, because both those two artists write their own stuff as well and arrange their own stuff and produce their own stuff. Whereas Tina is just, a, you know, one of the world's greatest performers, yeah. but she never wrote anything. So you've got to take that into account. Yeah. What about football? What about football in here? Football. No, no, oh. reading probably. <laughs> probably not, no. Um, no, I mean, Ersty was fantastic. David Erst was my hero at that time. Um in that period, I just thought, but for a you know a few twists of fate, he should he, he could have been, you know, Alan Shearer. I mean, it, they both played in the same, both debuted in the same England game, and Hursty, as uh, as was his one, was putting a hundred percent in for the whole game, and and Shearer was just um, chocolate lining, shall we say, and scored the goal, and that that's how fate twists. He did yeah. bugger all apart from that. And next thing you know, you know, uh, Hursty got uh, the possibility of going to Man U and uh, he turned it down because he felt a loyalty to Wednesday. And he's right. kind of, I think he kind of regrets that now, looking back. But he was just genius at his peak. And of course, you know, we, we were lucky enough to have Chris Waddle play for us and, um, and Di Canio and Carboni and. Yeah, you know, Great I names. mean, Jesus. and Dylan uh, Kerr. So, I mean, they, these are just Wednesday, uh, you know, heroes. But I mean, I think I have to say, my team means more to me than the England team. Yeah. What do you think, Martin? Definitely, Martin. What do you think? What do you think about now, where Wednesday are now, uh, and kind of the same scenario that Reading are in now? Even though Reading are fighting for uh, survival, Wednesday are uh, comfortable. But you know, you know, what, what over the last couple. <laughs> How have you seen the championship or both Wednesdays and Reading in the leagues? I don't think there's much to choose between Reading and Wednesday. I mean, I think we both try and play football the right way. Um, both got some talented players. Both been potentially got problems in terms of ownership um, and investment. Um, I think... We possibly, I shouldn't say this because it's cursing it, but I think we might hopefully get into the playoffs, in which case I think we've got a chance of going back up. I think we're actually playing some of the best football I've seen for years currently. Um, uh, We have the best home record of anybody in all four divisions um, currently. Um, which has not happened for Wednesday for a very, very long time. So, um, Darren Moore gets some stick, but he, him and his coaching team seems to seem to be doing well. Um, so, I'm kind of... I don't know if I'm confident, but I'm hopeful, at least, which is uh, more than I could have hoped for uh, in the last few years. We've gone through an awful lot of managers and uh, disastrous point deductions and all that bullshit. Yeah, we know. Sounds familiar, Martin. <laughs> Martin what, what do you make of uh, Lucas Yao? You know, when he was at Wednesday, and 
I don't know if you're sort of following his progress now at, at Reading. Really talented guy. Really talented guy. Um, how would I put it? He on his on any given day, he looks like a world beater. Yeah. But when? How often does that day happen? That's the issue. And so I was gutted when he when he left to go to you because I thought, you know, like there are some players who you go, well, they're only twenty one, they're only twenty two, and then they get to twenty five, and you're going, are they ever going to grow? Are they ever going to really focus? Are they ever? How, how old is he now? He's got to be like twenty six, seven, twenty seven. Yeah, somehow. I'm not entirely sure he's ever going to be the player that he potentially could have been. And there are quite a lot of players like that, you know. Um, and I don't know, how's he been with injuries? I mean, he, he, he's a bit <laughs> fragile as well. Yeah, he has been, um, he has been injured. But then, he came, but then he came back and um, I think he scored in his... First came back, didn't he, Johnny? If I remember rightly. Yeah, he's scored a few since he's been yeah. back. Like they yeah. started off last season really well, didn't he? And uh, but like yeah. he seems to be one of those kind of players, confidence-wise, isn't it? When he's on his game, he's great. And then I think he's streaky. That's the way I yeah. term, term it. <laughs> he's a streaky player. You know, he goes in streaks of like looking like why is he not playing in the Premier League? You know. Yeah. And then you go. But then he disappears, you know, and, I, and it's, it upset me because I always thought he was really talented. He's got strength as well. He was always very willowy when he was playing for us and he got knocked off the ball quite easily. Then he came back one season and all of a sudden he'd been on the weights, hadn't he? So he was like, yeah. he couldn't get him off the ball. And when he went to you, I think he had a fantastic run, didn't he? Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. but I wish him all the best and I really hope it works out for him. All right, Martin, well, look, thank you ever so much for joining us. Uh, uh, a music legend, hero of mine. Uh, oh, thank you. Heaven, Heaven 17, Absolutely. one of the greatest bands of all time, no question. Um, oh, the greatest song. You know, you're only saying it because no, I'm, I'm here. Not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying it because you're here. So true. I wanted you to hear it as well. So there you go. Yeah. Well, I just want to wish, I just want to wish Reading luck in, in your ambition and hopefully we can join you next season. Yeah. In the right yeah. division. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All, right, All right, man. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks, you. Martin. Lovely to hear from See you. See you later, Dylan. Martin, brilliant. Love to Glenn. Love to the, love to the family. All right. Love to Billy. I know you love Billy. Love <laughs> Billy. Oh, bless you. I know when you're making your next album, because I want to be a do-up, do-up back in singing. Oh, yeah. You've yeah. got no chance. And I, uh, All right. See you later. <laughs> Hopefully, get, hopefully right. get to see you soon, Martin. Uh, see you later. Even if it's Take on the final stage. So, thank you to Martin. Um, thanks, Dylan. Thanks, Johnny. Our guest tomorrow evening is FA Cup winner and former Royals goalkeeping coach, Dave Besson. And we'll also be looking ahead to Saturday's game against Cardiff. And uh, I, I'm still struggling to get over the fact that we've just had a music legend uh, as Martin Ware. And, yeah, Heaven 17. What a, what a band. And uh, that song always gets me goosebumps. Anyway, so that's tomorrow. Looking ahead to Saturday's game at Car uh, against Cardiff. Dave Besson is our special guest. So thanks for joining us. And don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1871podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.